0: There is another Obama-era rule that the Trump administration is moving to delay and repeal. It's called the International Entrepreneur Rule, and it would allow foreign-born startup founders to stay in the U.S. for up to 30 months if they meet certain requirements, including showing they had raised at least $250,000 from American investors or $100,000 in grants from government entities. The Trump administration's move to rescind the rule is based on border security grounds and likely faces litigation from several fronts. Joining me is Michaela Ross, a reporter for Bloomberg BNA. Michaela, this rule has a lot of backing from business organizations and particularly the tech sector. Tell me about it.
1: Yes, the tech sector was very excited to see this rule when it was uh, the draft was first announced last summer, and it was finalized in the last minutes, last days of the Obama administration, and they were looking forward to its effective date, which was to come next week, July seventeenth. But um, what? The reason the tech sector is so excited about this is they have a long history of um, foreign-born founders. You look at Tesla, Google, eBay. This is uh, this is kind of a prolific group uh, of foreign-born founders. Founders here, in fact, uh, a 2012 Hoffman Foundation study found that Forty-five percent of startup founders in Silicon Valley were immigrants. So there was a lot of um, excitement on the tech front, also on the venture capital front, uh, to welcome this new pathway. Since technically, right now, there is not a clear way for foreign-born founders to enter the U.S. The U.S. does not have what's called a startup visa. In fact, this rule was not even going to create a visa. It was simply a parole status, which is a permission status. Um, and so this was uh, one way that the U.S. Uh, saw itself it it touching up with um, countries like the U.K., Canada, Ireland that do have that sort of visa, that clear way for foreign-born founders to enter.
0: Well, what are the Trump administration's objections to the rule?
1: So this really hinges on this parole status. The International Entrepreneurial Rule argued that parole, which is once again, not a visa, it is a permissioned authority that is granted by the Department of Homeland Security. And it's only granted in cases of humanitarian assistance, such as refugees, or in cases where the individual can prove significant public benefit. So the rule is saying that these entrepreneurs, by you know, spurring investments and creating uh, U.S. job growth, they would have to uh, prove U.S. job growth creation and revenue creation in order to stay longer than those 30 months. Um, they're saying that that is a benefit. However, the concern from the Trump administration is that um, they had a January 25th executive order, and in that order that was looking to improve border security, they said there's currently a abuse of parole and parole status in the U.S., and they want to make sure that this rule is consistent with that executive order. They're saying that their argument is that um, this rule opens up parole to a class of, of people instead of doing it on a case-by-case basis. Um, Of course, proponents of the rule will say that still each individual entrepreneur needs to apply. So it, it is case by case. And that's what the argument is coming down to.
0: And the move to rescind the rule is being heavily criticized. Steve Case, a founder of AOL, tweeted, big mistake. Immigrant entrepreneurs are job makers, not job takers. So tell me about what some of the challenges to this Trump move might be.
1: We're looking at possible litigation from several funds, according to administrative attorneys and and immigration attorneys. So first off is the delay. Now, agencies in the past have delayed the effective date of a rule. Once again, this agency is is saying that it's going to delay the effective date from July 17th until March of 2018 with the the, um, aim to rescind or repeal the rules altogether. Now, the delay, there has been delays in the past if there's, like, a technical reason. So, for example, if the paperwork uh, for applications wasn't done or there was a technology that hadn't been developed yet, but there was still a good faith effort. What we're hearing from attorneys is that this does not fit that category. This is more of a policy shift. The administration is saying that we don't like this rule for X, Y, Z reasons. And so um, we are moving to rescind it. And that is very difficult to do once a rule has been finalized, which this rule has been. And attorneys are pointing to a recent case that is very similar. So on July 3rd, uh, U.S. Court of Appeals for D.C., um, had said that the Environmental Protection Agency the EPA did not have the authority to delay the effective date of another rule that had to do with methane emissions so they're saying this is a very similar case uh, that this agency in this case the Department of Homeland Security does not have the authority to delay this rule and that it must uh, it's a weak argument um, that that it's making so but the Trump administration, Perhaps, uh, from that case, uh, learn from, uh, learn from this and it's saying that, well, we're going to be making a whole new rulemaking process. So not only are we delaying it, but we're going to open up a whole new rulemaking process in order to rescind this rule. And, um, and, but in order to do that, that also might face litigation. So what I mean by that is, is that, uh, this rulemaking process is going to, they're going to examine all the facts. They're going to open it up to public comments. They're going to look at the law. And they're going to come up with a record that says this rule is either inaccurate, incorrect, or outdated. And where litigation could come in is uh, for proponents of the rule saying, you know what, that new record from the Trump administration is not accurate because look at the Obama administration just did it several months before when they initially crafted this rule. What could have changed so drastically? So we're seeing the potential for litigation at several points and the delay and repeal of this rule.
0: Well, thank you for that report. We'll be looking forward to seeing what happens with this rule. That's Michaela Ross. She is a reporter for Bloomberg BNA.